At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare what's up this your boy little duval and check out my podcast conversations with unk on the black effect podcast network each and every tuesday conversations with unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness unlike my work on stage i tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh every tuesday listen to conversation with unk hosted by Lil duval on the black effect podcast network iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome into Short Shots, the abbreviated version of Long Shots, the world's number one rated golf betting show right here on VEASAN and VEASAN.com, the sports betting network. I'm Brady Cannon, along with my partner, Wes Reynolds, as we get ready to take you through the final week on the PGA Tour before they resume in the new year for the Tournament of Championships at Kapalua on Maui. Wes, good to be with you again. We got a good golf tournament last week in Houston. Memorial Park proves to be a very stiff test of golf. It was nice to see these players challenged, and uh, your selection of Scotty Scheffler, he almost got there. He came that close to notching his first-ever Tour win. But it was Mr. Jason Kokrak getting it done at 10 under par for the championship. And how hot is this guy? That's Kokrak's third win in just a little over a year. He's been on a tear, proving to be one of the best players in the world as of late. Yeah, Kokrak uh, got there at 50 to 1. He's now number 22 in the OWGR. That's the highest ranking he's ever received in his career. And you're right, Brady. We did have uh, two of the three in the final pairing going into Sunday with Scotty Scheffler and Johnny Vegas. Johnny Vegas uh, fell apart pretty quickly on Sunday. Sunday, but Scotty Scheffler ends up as the co-runner up uh, with Kevin Tway at eight under par, 10 under par, the winning score here. Jason Kokrak shoots a 65 on Sunday, and that was good enough to go ahead and eclipse these guys. So now we move on to the RSM, St. Simons Island, Georgia, and Scotty Scheffler going to try to still get that first win on the PGA Tour. He is the tournament favorite this week. Yes, you are correct. We move on and find ourselves in the gorgeous community of Sea Island, Georgia, located on St. Simons Island, home to many PGA Tour professionals and, of course, the RSM Classic. I was lucky enough to play this course a couple of summers ago. I played the Seaside course, which they will play three out of the four days. They do play the Plantation course once. That will rotate on Thursday and Friday. And then again, three out of the four rounds 
on the seaside course. Wes, when I was able to play this, I, I was a, actually a little bit surprised. Now, I didn't, of course, play it from the tips, but it's a pretty easy course. I think I broke 80. I think I shot like 78 or 79 when I was there. So we will likely have another birdie fest on our hands here, but the wind is supposed to blow, and that's really the defense here off the coast of the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, supposed to blow pretty good on Friday and Saturday. How did you tackle this one? Yeah, and you're absolutely right, Brady, that wind is really the main defense on this course. Both of these courses, <laughs> excuse me, the plantation is going to be played one of the two first two days, Thursday or Friday, and then the other one will be the seaside, and then they play the seaside course, as you mentioned, for the weekend. Both of these courses actually are just a hair over 7,000 yards. You look at the plantation, it is a par 72 of 70-60. Meanwhile, the seaside course, a uh, Tom Fazio, Fazio redesign back in 1998, only 7,005 yards, so you actually only have 55 yards between these two courses, but the seaside course is going to play as a par 70. The greens are a little bit larger, though, and they're a little bit slower Papsalum uh, or Paspalum rather tees and fairways and greens are Bermuda. So look, the the winning score more often than not is going to be kind of like the high teens, maybe do about 20 or 21 under par, depending on how the wind blows. But you mentioned the wind forecast, pretty benign on Thursday. And then on Friday, supposed to really kind of pick up a little bit. When I looked at some correlated courses, I thought, uh, Harbor Town, obviously, especially for that plantation course, which uh, Davis Love the Third had a hand in redesigning as well. So that begs the question. Of course, Davis Love the Third has won five times at Harbor Town, so obviously he'd like to build another facsimile course similar to that. But Wiley for the Sony Open, I thought had a little bit of a correlation here. Just basically courses by a little bit of water. Uh, you could find a little bit with PGA National. Uh, so those are the courses I also looked at. Uh, Colonial, because of its its length, these short courses that are about 7,000 yards. So I thought that that fit for the Charles Schwab, TPC Southwind a little bit for the St. Jude Classic. So there are some correlated courses here for sure. Well, I also used uh, Sedgefield Country Club mm -hmm. for the Wyndham Championship. I think you see a lot of players that have success at both courses. Of course, both Bermuda Greens located in the southern, southeastern part of the United States. And I also did look at the Sony Open as well because I think the skill sets needed there are very similar. Uh, accurate driving off the tee, hitting greens and regulation, Bermuda Grass Greens, and like you say, uh, of course, located on the coast where you have wind as really the main defense. I looked at accurate drivers of the golf ball who hit a lot of greens in regulation, and I didn't really look at putting, and, and we'll get to our plays, but most of my guys are not terrific putters. I'm just hoping that they get hot with the putters this week. Um, Wes, we've also got an event across the pond, the DP Tour World Championship, and this is really a loaded field. The class of the golf world is in Dubai this week, more so than Sea Island, Georgia. What did you do with this one week? Uh, this one this week, Wes? Yeah, only 53 players. A couple guys did drop out here. This is the final event of the European Tour season, and perhaps the final event of the actual European Tour is it'll be known as the DP World Tour, who also sponsors this event. So they're going to change it, and probably rightfully so. This is not just a European Tour anymore. This is a global tour. A lot of events in the Middle East, like you have this week. A lot of events in Asia and in South Africa. So so pretty much 
all around the world, except really for North America, is this now European, now DP World Tour. A uh, couple guys did drop out this week. John Rahm not going to play. Victor Hovland not going to play. Justin Rose actually is in Georgia for the RSM Classic. So 53 players for a $9 million prize pool. And also, it's not just the event being decided. It's the race to Dubai points. So what used to be known as the Order of Merit and the Varden Trophy goes to the winner. So really, the two guys that actually have probably the best chance at this from the race to Dubai standpoint is Colin Marikawa and Billy Horschel. This would actually be the first time an American has won what was then known as the European Tour Order of Merit. So uh, played a few guys this week. Uh, obviously, you mentioned at the top of the field, Rory McElroy is here, Matt Fitzpatrick, Colin Marikawa, Billy Horschel, Abraham Answer coming over, as is Patrick Reed. Bern Beesberger, Sergio Garcia, Paul Casey, Terrell Hatton. So a pretty solid field here. $3 million of that $9 million prize pool will go to the winner. We're at the Earth Course at Jeremiah Golf Estates. They played the Fire Course last week where J.B. Hansen went ahead and won by a shot over Bern Beesberger. But this is a little bit bigger course, 7,675 yards. It's a Greg Norman design, so... Should be uh, still some low scoring here. Usually high teens gets it done. Some of the recent winners here, Matt Fitzpatrick, John Rahm, Danny Willett, Rory McIlroy. You've had a lot of repeat winners here. Only about 12-year history of this tournament. Henrik Stenson's won here twice. So the guys I went with, and I'll go quickly here, Tommy Fleetwood, 18-1. to You know, trying to win on American soil may have been too much of a focus for Fleetwood a little bit. Now he's kind of gotten back to basics, played predominantly over in Europe over the last three months. He's got three top sevens over the last ten weeks, always very good in the Middle East, two-time winner at Abu Dhabi, runner-up here two years ago. So Tommy Fleetwood, this might be a good spot for him to get right. Same with Terrell Hatton at 22-1. to Won the season opener at Abu Dhabi, and then has been a little bit erratic couple runners up during the season at the palmetto and at the dunhill links but he does have several missed cuts including last weekend at houston he was runner up here in 2016 four times in the top 10 and seven appearances here at jimariah golf estate so terrell hatton 22 to 1 laurie canner 50 to 1 still coming close to that elusive first victory on the european tour two runners up last year he finished t2 at the bmw pga championship behind billy horschel earlier this fall Really solid desert form. T5 in this event last year, T4 in the Dubai Desert Classic earlier this year. Leads the tour for strokes gained off the tee and is a very long hitter. So that could be beneficial on a 7,700-yard track. Victor Perez, going back to him, I used him last week, 50-1. to 1. A little bit disappointing, but he's got uh, a seventh last year in this event. Finished 24th, but he did close with the 65 on Sunday. Hit 82% of his fairways, 90% of his greens on the fire course last weekend. So I'm willing to give Victor Perez another shot. Sean Crocker is one of three guys I had that ended up finishing T8 in the field last week. He was T8 on the fire course. Last year on the earth course, he was 14th, despite being the worst-ranked putter basically in the entire field. And you know what it is with Sean Crocker. Fifth for off the tee last week, 10th for approach last week also has maintained that form pretty much all season. Ball striking isn't what's holding him back. It's the putter. You talk about back and bad putters. Sean Crocker's near the bottom of the barrel, but that ball striking is so good, and it's just kind of a matter of time. It's like, okay, when is he going to put it together with the on-the-green performance? And then Thomas Statry, 75-1. to Two more runner-up finishes here in 2021. Career mark of five. He's still looking for that first European Tour victory. Very consistent player. Decent form in the Middle East. T9 at Dubai earlier 
this year, T6 in Saudi Arabia last year. So uh, uh, small field this week, but those were my six here for the DP World Tour Championship in Dubai. You know, for everybody tuning in out there, uh, maybe, and I don't know if you use this in your handicap, Wes, but it was just a couple of weeks ago uh, for El Camaleon Golf Course for the Mayakoba Championship. That is also a Greg Norman design. And you do have some crossover participants here. Abraham Anser and Sergio Garcia both finished seventh at Mayakoba. Christian Bezadenhut finished 15th. Terrell Hatton finished 40th. And then also uh, you had Billy Horsch finish 33rd so maybe take a look at that leaderboard from a couple weeks ago at Mayakoba and see uh Thomas Detry also in mm -hmm. the field at Mayakoba with a 22nd tied for 22nd there so maybe there's some crossover there I don't know a whole lot about the uh, earth course there uh, over in Dubai but obviously the same designer in Greg Norman yeah, absolutely. So uh, I did consider that. And actually, Bezadenhut was one guy I did uh, consider. I know some people I respect tipped him. He's one of the best putters in the world. So not surprising to see him being tipped here. All right, let's go over our plays then for the RSM Classic. We head back stateside, and I will start with mine. I did get a little chalky here at the top. Didn't go quite to the top of the board, uh, but I did land on Webb Simpson. I think he's about the second or third choice. And, you know, you get to the Wyndham, the RSM, Harbortown, some of these courses that he is such a horse for the course and I think it's hard to look past Webb Simpson. Uh, he's done okay in the beginning of the season, hasn't played a whole lot, played a few times, but had some decent finishes. Uh, we know he is the master at the Wyndham Championship, and he thrives in a birdie fest as well. Uh, I think Bermuda is absolutely his best putting surface. We've seen that even at the Phoenix Open, uh, where they have the Bermuda surface over there, the waste management, and Webb has won that before. He has four top 10 finishes here at Sea Island, and just nine tries. So I played him at a little better than 18 to one. Uh, Corey Connors, I took at 25 to one, very accurate off the tee, hits a ton of greens. This is one of my guys that, you know, is your John Crocker of the, uh, of the United States tour, if you will, is a great ball striker, but not a very good putter. He did finish 10th here last year at the RSM, and he has a very good track record at Wyndham and a really good track record at the Sony as well. So Corey Connors at 25 to one, hopefully he can uh, continue to hit greens in regulation and stripe it down the middle of the fairway and and add a hot putter to his arsenal this week. Uh, I went back to the well with Russell Henley. I've played him a couple times recently. Got him at 26 to 1, the Georgia Bulldog. So obviously he's very familiar with this course. I also believe Bermuda Grass is his best putting surface. And he comes off of a nice finish last week in Houston. Also Bermuda Greens down there where he finished seventh. Uh, three top 10 finishes here at Sea Island in eight tries. And then finally, my one long bomb, Charles Howell III, Chucky Three Sticks. At a little better than 88 to one. That was a pretty good number I found on him. Saw him a lot lower at some other shops. But he's got four top 10 finishes here, including a win at Sea Island three years ago. He's also the all-time leading money winner at the Sony. This guy's just really a machine at Wildlife Country Club in Oahu. Also a Georgia native. So we know he's very uh, not only familiar with this course, but familiar with this type of putting surface. So we'll see if Charles Howell can get back in the winner's circle once again here 
there for the second time in four years. And Brady, I'm also joining you on Russell Henley. Uh, 28 to one's where I found, I think he was like in the thirties and got tipped by a couple people. So that brought it down a little bit to probably the mid twenties where you're going to find him as you listen to this once this is posted T seven last week in Houston, he does lead the tour in strokes gained approach, which is something I pretty much look at every single week. One of several Georgia Bulldogs in this field, three career top tens here since 2013 also has won at the Sony and at PGA national for the Honda classic, which I think both kind of correlate to this week's layout. Chris Kirk, another Georgia Bulldog, 66 to one, hasn't been able to find that early season form where he's T2 at the Sony Open, where he has also won before. Uh, like I said, correlated course here. He kept his playing privileges off that major medical extension. Seven straight cuts he's made, though, dating back to the Wyndham. Does have a win at this event in 2013. Still lives in the state of Georgia. Also has a win at Colonial, which I thought just based on the length of the course was kind of correlated here. A win at Harbortown in his career at the RBC Heritage. So Chris Kirk, 66 to 1. Joel Dahman, 66 to 1. Best uh, finish that he's had all season since he won that first career event at the Corrales Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic earlier this spring. He was T5 last weekend in Houston, and he was fifth in last week's field for approach and third in T to green. So I think he could definitely go well here. Luke List, 90 to 1. Three top sixes in 2021, also has a fourth in the past here at the RSM. If you look at those correlated course finishes, he was second back in 2018 in the Honda Classic. Remember, he lost that playoff to Justin Thomas, was also T3 that same year at the RBC Heritage. I think this course could be a good fit with a player on solid enough form. Luke List, uh, pretty solid ball striker, and you mentioned bad putters. This is a guy that's very shaky with the putter, so we'll move on to somebody that's really good with the putter, and sometimes shaky in other areas of his game and that's Denny McCarthy 110 to 1 I thought you were going there 64 on Sunday in Houston to finish T11 he has four finishes of 17th or better over the course of the last eight events he's been playing solid he is one of the best putters on the tour but just has to get that putting and ball striking working in the same week he was T8 here two years ago so good candidate I think for Denny McCarthy uh, maybe for his game to come together then a couple bombs here home games actually for both of these guys Henrik Norlander, 125 to 1, runner up in a fifth here at the RSM Classic. He's got three top fives here in 2021. I think he's absolutely worth a stab at a big price plate. His golf, of course, at Augusta State and still lives in Augusta, Georgia, not too far away here from Sea Island. And then the long shot at 200 to 1 is a guy by the name of Davis Thompson who does mm -hmm. not have full status necessarily on the PGA Tour. He turned professional over the summer, made six of eight cuts, still trying to find his status, but this is actually more of a home game for him. His father actually is the tournament director here at the RSM Classic, so this guy's played this course probably hundreds of times. He's playing on a sponsor exempt this week. History at Sea Island, though, he's finished second, first, and second over the last three years in an event called the Jones Cup. And the Jones Cup is one of those Category A amateur events, and Davis Thompson, of course, did just turn pro over the summer. That event actually is held at nearby Ocean Forest, which is another course right there on Sea Island. He has also placed very highly on this seaside course. He was fourth in 2019 because the SEC Championship, the Southeastern Conference, it is held here at this course uh, every single year here on Sea Island. So, you know, I thought he was worth a stab. I mean, 200 to 1, what do you want? You're just hoping maybe he can kind of get there. But I thought it at least make logical sense.
Well, absolutely. He obviously has a lot of ties to that golf course and 200 to one seems like a pretty nice price on a guy who is so familiar with that track. You just worry about, you know, the home game, like right. you say, uh, you know, dad's directing the tournament. Is there, is there a little bit too much of a spotlight on him? But yeah, I mean, if you go off of his history, uh, how he fares at this golf course in the past, Davis Thompson, absolutely worth a shot. That is going to do it for this edition of Short Shots. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the RSM Classic and also the DP Tour World Championship. Wes and I will be back in January. We take a little time off here and we'll be back at the Plantation Course for the Tournament of Champions. Of course, both uh, Matt Humans and myself have played there on Kapalua, Maui. Happy Thanksgiving to all the golf bettors out there from us at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 